Hi, and welcome back to another Elevator Talk. Today we're going to unpack the word vision, just vision, V-I-S-I-O-N. And as we start to think about vision, I want you to think about Proverbs 29 and 18. Because we know that in order for you to achieve your goals in life, you have to have vision. Because if not, you will accomplish nothing. And when I say nothing, I'm talking about absolutely nothing. So Proverbs 29 and 18 reminds us that where there is no vision, the people perish. And in order to move forward, you have to have vision. So let's unpack the word vision. So V stands for visualize. You might want to get out your pen and paper right here. So V is stands for visualize. So you have to be able to see the picture in your mind of what it is that you want. When God plants something inside of you, start doing it. God's desire is to move us forward. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. says to do a he tells us to do a job so well that nobody in the past, the present or the future can do it any better than you. Y'all, that's powerful. Let me say that one more time. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said to do a job so well that nobody, he didn't say a few people, he said nobody in the past, the present, or the future can do it any better than you do. But I want to also stress that when God puts something inside of you, I need you all to start acting on it. Too often, we God gives us things and we say, oh, I'm not going to move on that right now because I'm not sure if this is the right time. Honey, it's the right time. That's why God gave it to you. So I need you to start visualizing and moving forward. I is for internalize. So embrace it and accept it as your own. Visualize yourself doing the thing that you want to do. Instead of saying you and they, I need you to start saying I and me. Make it applicable to you. Did y'all get what I just said that? Stop saying you and they. It's I and me. When you internalize that vision or that goal, it's about you at that point. It's not about they or them. We are us. It's about you. Okay. S for strategize. You have to come up with a plan. If you don't remember anything I tell you today, you need to remember this. You have to come up with a plan. Nothing ever just happens without a plan. It just does not. Because if you don't have a plan, what's that? What's that old saying? When you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Okay, so most people don't take the time to come up with a step by step plan to accomplish their goals. And again, if you know me, then, you know, when I come up with an idea, I'm writing it out step by step. And I'm even factoring in things that could possibly go wrong and how I'm going to fix it if those things happen to come up. But you have to have a step by step set of, of, of goals or a plan rather to accomplish your goals. So you can always wing it and think it's going to work out. You can do that. I'm not telling you not to do that. Sometimes it will work out. Most times it probably won't. See, Moses had to come up with a strategy to lead the people out of Egypt. 
He didn't just wake up and say, hey, come on, I'm going to lead the people out of Egypt. No, he came up with a strategy. He had a plan. He knew exactly how he was going to do it. Joshua had to come up with a strategy to conquer the land. Nehemiah had to have a strategy to rebuild the wall. So what does that tell you? That tells you that all of us, we all, and I'm air quoting all, need a strategy. Because you have to have a plan. And again, if you fail to plan, you pretty much are planning to fail. Can't stress that enough. I initiate. Proverbs 12 and 24 says the hand of the diligent will rule. Take the initiative and do something about it. Stop waiting on other people to do things. There's always going to be someone that stands around saying somebody needs to do this. Somebody needs to do that or somebody needs to do the other. Stop. Stop being the person saying that and you do it. Stop sitting around waiting for somebody else to take the lead on it. You step up and do it. So nobody is going to just hand you a job. You have to apply for that job. You have to take the initiative to say, okay, I'm looking for a job. So now I've got to go and apply for it because I seriously doubt that you, if you have a desire to work for Metro, that the, the manager is just going to show up at your door, knocking on your door. Hey, are you interested in a job? First of all, the manager of Metro has no idea you even exist. He or she doesn't even know you. So they're not going to just come and hand you a job. You've got to do your part. You have to apply for that job. And then you need to pray over that job. And then you need to thank God in advance for giving you that job. But do you understand that there's a, a there's a plan that has to happen there because nobody's just going to walk up and that would be nice if that happened. But typically that's not the way it works. So take the lead. Noah did and he built the ark. And you remember people made fun of him, right, for building that ark. But you see in the end that ark was needed. So I'm telling you now, stop sitting back waiting for, for people to, waiting for somebody else to step up and take the lead on something. And you stop being the one sitting there talking about, oh, somebody needs to do this, somebody needs to do that. That somebody is you. I've given you the go ahead to make that person you, okay? So what visions, what vision or visions has God given you? I need you to think about that. I, I need you to really sit down and think about that. What vision or visions has God given you? Because I promise you he's given you some visions. Now you may not have been paying attention and it may have just flew right on over the top of your head, but I promise you he's given you some visions if you are honest with yourself. So I need you to think about that. Oh, overcome. Anything that is worth having, you are going to have to go through some stuff. Let me go back and say that one more time because that was powerful and some of y'all missed it. Anything. I didn't say some things. I didn't say a few things. I didn't say many things. I said anything that is worth having, you are going to have to go through some stuff. So anything worth having is going to cost you something. Yes, anything that is worth having is going to cost you some stuff, something. So in order to fly, you have to deal with some turbulence. Yes, there will be some bumps and some challenges, but keep pushing forward. Don't let your challenges make you quit. The closer you get to the thing or the things that God has for you, the bumpier the road's going to get people. Can I say that one more time? The closer that you get 
to that thing or those things that God has for you, the bumpier the road is going to get. You ever notice how the closer you get to your blessing, the more stuff starts to happen? You have to deal with some folks on your job, some folks in your family, some friends, whoever it may be. But, but y'all know what I'm talking about. The closer you get to that blessing, it seems like life just starts falling apart. You say, well, Lord, I'm so close to my, my blessing. Why is all this stuff happening? It's happening because I believe it's Satan's way of saying, hey, I don't want you to get to what God has for you over there. So I'm going to create some stuff to take your mind off what it is that, that you are so focused on. So when that happens, I need you to keep your mind focused on your goal. Keep your mind focused on God because those 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 trials and tribulations they're going to come up I can promise you that you ever notice how people that don't want much out of life don't have many problems you know why because they don't want anything out of life so Satan says look I have no reason to bother Jimmy John over there because he don't want nothing out of life anyhow so I'm gonna leave him be oh but Michelle wait a minute Michelle has a lot of goals Michelle has a lot of dreams I need to go mess with her because I need to get her off track. She's too close to getting to what God has for her. So let me stir up some stuff in her life. Or it could be Mary. Or it could be Bob. It could be Kevin. It could be Tony. It could be Mary. It could be anybody. Put your name in there. When you start getting close to what God has for you, all this other stuff starts to come up. But that's just to get you sidetracked. So stay focused. Always remember... As Willie Jolly says, that a setback is a setup for a comeback. So don't you dare stop now. Keep pushing forward. That setback that, 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 that came in to, to block what you were doing, honey, it is nothing more than a setup for a comeback. And if you haven't read, read Willie Jolly's book, I suggest you get it and read it because that's an awesome book. Number uh, N. N stands for necessitate. When you have a burden and you are doing what you are doing out of necessity, you need to develop a case of the, I can't help but to do this. So what is the, is the necessity that God has placed on your heart? What is that thing that you do because it's in you to do it? Mm. See, I have a necessity to do the things that I'm doing because it's on my heart to do it. And I be believe that God placed it there for me to do it. And so I have to, I had to, I should say, develop a case of that I can't help but do this. I can't help but to get up and motivate somebody every morning. I just can't. It's just in me to do that. Because that's what I do. I want to see everybody succeed. And I realize that not everybody will succeed. And mostly it's because people are not doing the things that they need to do to succeed. And there's nothing I can do about that. All I can do is pray and ask God to keep you focused and stay on track with what it is you're trying to do. But some people just really don't want much out of life. And again, there's nothing I can do about that. But I can't help but to do what I do. And it's, it's a necessity that I do that. And the reason why I say that is because there's somebody somewhere that needs that word of encouragement. I can't begin to tell you how many times I get inbox messages, emails, text messages, phone calls. Say, Michelle, I love that post that you put up this morning. That was right on time. I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. 
you just you have no idea how you bless me by posting that or you have no idea how you reminded me how I need to stop feeling sorry for myself and get up and go do what I need to do. So I do what I do out of necessity. See, when you are dealing with, and I thank God I'm not, but when you are dealing with diabetes, high blood pressure and all of that stuff, you didn't exercise before because you just should do it. You're now doing it because you have to do. It's now become a necessity that you get in there and you go hard eating healthy and exercising because you're trying to bring your A1C numbers down or you're trying to bring that blood pressure down because you want to get off the medication that you're on. So I also want to caution you about stop waiting until things become a necessity. Now, the example I gave about speaking life into people, that's just who I am. That, that's just the, the, that's what God put into me to do. But I'm talking about also the, the, the flip side to that is not waiting till things become a necessity for you to start doing them. So if you know you're living in a house that, that's really out of your budget for whatever reason, don't wait until the bank starts talking about, okay, we, we need to start taking back your home, start the paperwork to take back your home to start looking for something a little cheaper. You should have been doing that before you got to the point where you're now getting ready to, to lose your home. When you got behind in your car note, you should have called the bank or whoever's financing your vehicle and not wait until they send you that letter saying that your, your, your loan is now in a state of repossession. And if you don't call us and make a payment arrangement, we're, we're coming to get a car back, to take the car. Do you understand what I'm saying? So there, there's, there's two sides of that coin when we talk about necessity. So just make sure you're on the right side of it. That's all I'm saying. So let me do a quick recap and I promise I'll let you be. So today we talked about vision and I started out and I do want you all to go back and read Proverbs 29 and 18, where it says where there is no vision, the people will perish. That's a that's a powerful scripture. And that's something that you need to remind yourself of every day, every day, every day, not every other day, not once a month, but every day you have to have vision, people. Because you have to know where you're going. Without vision, you'll just be wandering around, aimlessly looking crazy, doing nothing. It's just like I wear glasses. Yes, I have corrected vision. But without those glasses on, if I go outside my house, I can't see far without my glasses on. So in order for me to have good vision, yes, I need to put the glasses on and then I can see as far as I need to see. Just like right now, I'm doing this podcast. And I don't have my glasses on because I don't need to see far. My phone is right here in front of me that I'm recording on. My notes are right here in front of me. But if I were to put this, my laptop across the room, I now lack vision because I can't see the words on the screen. So make sure you're reading Proverbs 29 and 18. And then we went on to unpack the word vision. So V is for visualize. And again, I, you have to be able to see the picture in your mind of what it is that you want. Because if you can't see it in your mind or in your heart, it's, it's not going to happen. I internalize. So embrace it and accept it as your own. You have to do that. You have to stop saying them and they and start making it about I and you or I and me. Depends on how you, you're saying it. S, strategize. You have to come up with a plan. 
You have to have a plan because without a plan, when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Period. End of sentence. And I went on to talk about how Moses had a plan. Joshua had a plan. Nehemiah had a plan. I initiate Proverbs 12 and 24 says the hand of hand of the diligent will rule. So make sure you read Proverbs 12 and 24. So you need to take the initiative to do something about it and stop waiting for other people to do things. Stop being that person since right time. Oh, honey, somebody needs to do this and somebody needs to do that. Why don't you do it? Stop sitting back waiting for others. I'm a natural born leader. I'm an Aries. I'm a natural born leader. Before I will sit back and wait for other people to do stuff, I'm going to jump in there and try my hand and do it. And guess what? I just may fail, but at least I stepped up to do something. And I'm not saying my way is always going to be the right way, but I took the initiative to get the ball rolling. Oh, we talked about overcome. Anything that's worth having, you are going to have to go through some stuff. And the beauty of overcoming, having to go through that stuff, is what comes out on the other end. And, and that, that's, that, that, that makes it all worthwhile, okay? And then in, I said necessitate. When you have a burden and you're doing what you're doing out of necessity, you need to develop a case of the I can't help but to do this. I can't help but to do this because if I don't work, I don't have money coming in and I can't pay my bills. So I don't go to work every day to make friends. And we'll worry about whether they like me. That's not my objective. I go to work every day to make my money so I can take care of my bills. I work out of necessity. But I also have a necessity to speak life into people. I do it because it's, it's a need that people have. And God has put that on my heart to do that. And that's why I do it. So, y'all, that's all I have. Thank you so much for giving me just a little bit of your time. Hope you all enjoyed this podcast. You got something out of it. As always, you can leave me a message if you need to. And, and, and you all know my rule. I love you from the bottom to the top and everything in between. And nothing you do or say will ever change that. I will always love you no matter what. I'm going to love you when you're going up. I'm going to love you when you're coming down. I'm going to love you when you're going in. And I'm going to love you when you're coming out. And there's nothing you can do about that. Because I'm going to love you even when nobody else even likes you. Now I need you to go out there and be great. Because great is calling you. Until our next podcast, take care. Thank you.